What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Out to Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know... Good morning, Austin, Texas. Welcome back to B&E Friday mornings. They call you joining me this morning. E, having some eye surgery done. Ty Henderson, of course, is here producing. Uh, Ty, how long have you been with us now? It's been a while now, right? Are we at a year yet? Are we having an anniversary come no. up or something like that? It hadn't been a year? No, I can tell you that. You jump right in there. You know. Yeah. You've been around this damn block. Yeah. Well, like six six months. It's been least. six months? Yeah. Six months. And you're still here, huh, with us? Time flies when you're having fun, right? Yeah, well, that's what they say. They tell them because we get rid of them in a hurry. They I get, stayed? You did stay for a while. Yo, you and E. Hogan are like the Bill Belichick, Nick Saban coaching tree. If you just hang around long enough, something's going to happen for you if you want to stay in the Good business. Good or bad. <laughs> Good or bad, yeah. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen to you. Yeah, you could be you're like Ari pay- Timken, or Brad Kellner, or you're you going to get a Adam, paper out. Right. Adam Wags has his own show. Or you're going to be doing Sunday papers <laughs> on a bicycle somewhere. <laughs> Who are you referring to? <laughs> oh, I'm referring to somebody for a show. <laughs> and thank you all. And thank you to all the listeners, wonderful listeners for all these years. It's been uh, And someone, you don't have to say, hey, Buck, we're going to miss you when you're gone. <laughs> Yo, I that? saw that. I didn't know if what you saw mean? it. I didn't see that. If you saw it. I can't believe <laughs> Like when you pass away. They said when you croak, too. Why would they say it like that? I saw it. I was like, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. That's more insulting than my wife at that 156, 57, when she looked and said, dang, that's it? That's what you got? Yeah. Hard to feel manly when your wife says that about you. Hey, hey, look at that old man. That's why you need that blue chew. Hell yeah. So I can get my workouts in and stuff. Got that right. But yeah, we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that done. I'm going to 165 before summertime. I'm gonna make a goal. I like to make goals. I'm gonna put this as a goal. I'm going to one. Should I start at one? Say 160 See, before I go 165. But you move too much, man. I can't you always stay still. You can't stay still. That's a part of the problem. You gotta relax. Are you saying I need to lay up on the yeah, couch for more? Somebody, than somebody for somebody that's mad husky, you gotta do nothing. Just is, chill. Is that how you get Carbs. to be round-shouldered if you yes. just sit on the couch? Yeah, you love pasta, too. Make sure that garlic bread's there. Oh, you know I love that lasagna. My wife can crush some Based on my lifestyle, I should be at least 300 pounds by now. I don't know how I how I beat it, but I'll get, I'm sure I'll get there eventually. But I... I I can I can help you out with some bulking diet methods. See, you were, all, I'm a calorie man. See, yeah. Ty was a former Westlake football player, so you know metabolism. It's just you know they, oh, no, they built into my DNA. It's, it's in his DNA. Like it just runs off. Like well, being I a don't. Westlake I got a whole family player. of skinnies. Yeah, a couple of my sisters maybe. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh come I mean, I, I, mean on. I just I just got it. I got. <laughs> I, I, I just got I got skinny. My mom was real real thin. You know. God rest her soul. She's the best thing in the world. Mm. And my dad was real skinny, but he got really frail looking. As he got older, like I'm getting, he got skinnier and frail looking, like you know, like a heavy wind would just like take him away. <laughs> you, you're, you're getting close to that. No, dude. I, 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 I'm, I feel I worry about you on some of those windy mornings. No, no, I'm good. Those steps. No, no, I'm good. 
And all that falling is because of my back. It's because, and more so than my knee. You know, I got a knee replacement, and the dude told me that that knee will be as good as it was. Dude, there ain't nothing as good as it used to. When they tell you that, for all y'all out there, they tell you, oh, the back will be better. The shoulder after we have surgery is going to be better than it ever was. But they, they're also thinking you being a former athlete, oh, this guy's going to be working out and doing physical therapy and keeping that knee right. Like, that's in his mind when you say, yeah, I was a former football player. It's probably why I'm having these knee problems. The doctors think, oh, yeah, these guys. Oh, you guys, they don't know that we lay up on the couch <laughs> and watch golf. No, no, no. Before I had my knee, before I had my knee replacement, I went. Remember, we used to have that facility downstairs, the the group that did the therapy and stuff. I went down there for I went down there for six months and worked out hard before I did this. Now I got back, and the reason I I that my knee became okay is because I worked out before I went to surgery. I suggest that any kind of surgery you go to, go take get therapy, get physical therapy on the spot that's hurting you the most. Just get yourself ready for surgery because it's not a joke. Right. You know, oh yeah, I know. You you got to get that stuff done to you. But yeah, I'm going. I'm going 160. Yeah, see, people saying protein shakes. What else? Yeah, people on Specs text line hit us up five one two three three seven three seven seven six. What can Buck do to gain some weight at his age? Eat a right, peanut butter and jelly sandwich before you go to bed every night. See, that's old school right there. Oh, yeah, that's nasty. Too. That's oh. I had to do that every day of my. Childhood life, because you had to, your your dad wanted you to put that weight on. He thought I was gonna play in the NFL one day. See, I, I was the opposite. <laughs> I was the opposite. My pops, when I was playing Pop Warner fourth grade, and I didn't make weight because I was too big. I had that I was issue. Playing in, my pops was like, "Nah, this ain't gonna happen. We gotta cut you back a little bit." <laughs> so I was eating like Chinese food egg drop soup every yes. night. Oh, that's so nasty. But that would make me go to the steam room. Like, <laughs> yo, I was like nine years old. As the if steam you're like room. a wrestler like, trying to lose. Yo, CC got me right. I was in the best shape of my life at ten years old. I was right, but then I ended up just playing in a no weight limit league anyway. So it didn't matter. That but was a scary league. It was a scary league, yo. I was seeing some brothers. We were going over there. Pancake fools. Yeah, I was playing at uh, East Austin Dove Spring Rec- or uh, Southeast Austin Dove Spring Rustlers. We were cold, but when we went to East Austin, East Austin, and played against like Rosewood and all them they stuff, kids like Rosenberg. Uh, yeah, they was twelve years old. Yo, guys that looked like they were thirty six. Them dudes, running y'all over. <laughs> them dudes used to go. Oh boy, oh boy. Good to have Zay in this morning. We're talking some basketball, of course. Last night, K State, nice win over Michigan State. I thought that was. I, I know all the games I thought were pretty good last night, but I thought that still was the best game of all of them. That's oh, the game sure. of the tournament for me so far. Was it? I thought good. so. Uh, I'm glad I'm not alone. And I thought that was a fantastic game. Fantastic game, and and Noel last night, the 19 of he had 20 points. You know, he didn't have a lot of points until late in the second half when he started, and and then the, the last bucket where he didn't even have to shoot it, with right. time running out. I'm like, dude, you're not gonna, you're not really gonna throw this up. No, I mean, it didn't matter. At yeah, the time. it didn't matter, but it's fine. He's in New York. I get it. And yeah, he just he played his ass off. The control that he has over the game and the confidence that Jerome Tang, which I don't think we talk about it enough. What Jerome did you hear Tang's what he said done. after the game? Where Noel said he goes, I ter- I determine how the game is going to go. 
He said, I determine Yo, how the game is going to go. If you look at all Kansas State losses, Marquise Noel doesn't play well. He has like five turnover games, and yep. he doesn't have the assist that he normally does. So he has to play well for them to go. As much talent as they have from Tomlin and Keontae Johnson being first team all Big 12, Marquise Noel is what makes them go. And I just saw a stat that got pulled up on uh, ESPN like he's putting up more numbers than Jason Kidd and TJ Ford did during their best years of the tournament. Oh, these his assist numbers are ridiculous. Yeah, TJ Ford averaged fourteen and ten that 03 season, which TJ Ford's birthday. Happy birthday to yes. Longhorn Goat. But I, Marquise Noel doing that at five foot seven and one of my favorite plays of last night, Ty, is what everybody's talking about. Was it scripted? The alley oop where it looked like him and Jerome Tang are arguing with each other. Like this is in clutch time. There's like a minute to go in the game. That and was a play. That was that's a play. Yeah. That's genius. That's like some football stuff. Yeah. You he, know? That he, and the off the back inbounds they had too. Yeah, you got the quick layup. There was right. a lot of cheeky stuff going on from both sides last. I that was just an all. Yeah, when he looked at, when he looked over at, at coach. I mean, that was a part of the go to the had the timeout come out of the timeout and just do that. That was that wasn't just I saw my guy cutting. That was like playing when he's looking at the coach. It looked like they're almost arguing about something. Yeah, and then, it, and then they get a back door cut. If you're Andrew Hogarth, you can't get beat on that back oh. door because you're playing. He's playing way too high up. To help. His man is in the corner, and Hogarth was towards the wing. And if you're just playing natural basketball tendencies, you got to be on the bottom where you could see man and ball. He couldn't see his man. So when Jerome Tang and Marquise Noel are getting yes. into that argument or whatever, it looks like he looks at Jerome Tang. Like it looks like he glances up, and right when that's going on, there goes Keontae Johnson cutting for that lob, which he Caught it for a reverse. Like, this is clutch time. This is the Sweet 16. And they play like they're on the playground. They play with this looseness. And again, you got to give credit to Jerome Tang and the confidence that he gives those guys. They only had two guys returning, and he had to go get a brand new team, uh, basically. And when you get Keontae Johnson from Florida, that's what ignited it. So, yeah, I, I'm really impressed with what Kansas State did last night. Second and, win for them right now. I mean, they, 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 they've kind of picked up their pace towards the end of the season. They had, you know, I don't know if it was injuries or whatever. They just looked a little tired. Yeah, they looked bad against TCU in the Big <clears throat> yeah. 12 tournament. They looked really bad. They looked like that team that a lot of people thought was going to get knocked down in the first weekend. And, yeah, I agree with you, Buck. They're finding their second win. Yes, they that's are. That's they need to do it that, at the right time. They're going to be trouble. And Gonzaga last night, that's a pretty good game, too. That's a late one. Is brother. Drew Timmy the best player in the tournament right now? He and Noel. I, would, I mean, Noel's, I mean, his numbers, Noel's numbers scoring are pretty good, too. He's, got, he's, got, he's averaging like three steals a, a game, too. Timmy is yeah. carrying Gonzaga right now, though. I mean, they were down, what, 10 at halftime? Yeah, they were down 13 at one point. But, and he had like 28 points going into the half. Right. Yeah, I mean, that dude is, uh, he's on a different level right now. He is, and yeah, it's between him and Noel, for sure. I mean, Isu? Yeah, Nisu, right? You got to count him. We'll see what happens That's tonight. True. But with Drew Timmy, he's really improved his ball handling. And just, he has a little 
you know, herky jerk to his game, a little bit of wiggle that we haven't seen, you know, throughout his tenure. Like now that he's dribbling between his legs, then he'll go and back you down, then he'll make yeah, a quick more of a spin. Low post guy. I, I, yeah, have, uh, I have seen a few videos this morning of him on just traveling on like four of his, you know, like four different times last night, just pivoting, and he clearly mm-hmm. takes like five steps. Yeah, he, he walked a couple times. I think the refs give it. him some love too. I don't know. But he he also, in crunch time last night, he gave UCLA a shot, and they scored a three when he missed both those uh, free throws at the right. end of the game, which that's the one you know chink in the armor with his game is I don't understand how he cannot shoot free throws. He's like a 61% shooter. Yeah. And, and as I said before, this is one of those years where, I, yes, Gonzaga to me is flying kind of under the radar. Well, not anymore now that we've reached this far in the tournament, but going into the tournament – it wasn't Gonzaga wasn't a thing. That's was, when they're the most dangerous, though. That's, yes, there's no, no doubt expectations. About it. Yeah, that that year that they lost to Baylor, did they lose that season? I think it seemed like they went undefeated until well, that game. They yeah. had the in the Final Four that year. The UCLA was they should have beat them, and that Jalen Suggs hit that like that's ridiculous right. off the glass, off the glass buzzer beater. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, and I remember last year when the Horns went up to Spokane when Chris Beard. Uh, his first year, and they had Chet Holmgren, and Drew Timmy gave him 35. And I was so mad at Chris Beard oh, yeah. for not double-teaming Drew Timmy. And Jay was mad forever on that. I was so mad. Like, dude, you know this guy's one of the best college players he of all time. He can dish it, though. But you got to live. Night. But you have to live with how good he is, like 61%. Like, he will take over a game and kill. you got to live with those other guys beating you. Kind of like what Texas did against Penn State. Yeah. You just gotta, you know, Let you gotta, shoot. yeah, yeah, you gotta live with those other guys beating you. And if they do, you gotta tip their hat off to them. Or, especially if you don't have a big man, that's why it's gonna be interesting them playing against UConn because Sonogo, yes. is a low down there and he can move pretty well. So it's gonna and be he's interesting. He's gonna defend the rim. You're right. Yeah. So if Mark Day, if they're gonna bring out Timmy to the outside and mix uh, Sonogo dance a little bit, that could help Gonzaga, but he won't be able to do what he did uh, against UCLA what we saw last night but still Mark Few has done a good job and Drew Timmy has done a great job in the offseason working on his ball handling to where he could bring the ball up the court and like get into his own ISO game so it's not back down post play. He didn't have that down before. Yeah, he he didn't have that. He didn't have that when Chris Beard, when they had Chet Holmgren and stuff. He still didn't have that. Just like herky jerky, I'll cross you over into a jump hook. But well, he's, he's still, but he's they're still making him respect it because yeah. he's he's hitting threes. You know, he's hitting yeah. like a, at least one three a game now, which he wasn't doing before either. That's what I'm saying. He was now, a short version of Kevin McHale, exactly for, for years, and now he can't handle the ball. So, uh, Ty, I wanted to ask you about this uh, for the Dallas Cowboys and Zeke Elliott and where he could end up and where he's talking about ending up if they want him. Well, his I know list, he, he, he dropped list. his list yesterday. Yeah, I saw that with Cincinnati and the Jets and the Eagles. And I don't know if you can do that with the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, who does he think he is, though? DeMarco Murray did the same thing. Yeah, I, I – Left the Cowboys, signed with the Eagles. I mean, he's just a guy still thinking he can play football. I mean, you got to go somewhere, right? He can play. He'll be – he'll if he, goes to, if he goes to Cincinnati and he takes over that Samaj AP Ryan role – I think that would be the best spot for him. You know, you still got Joe Mixon there. Who you know he misses some time. It seems like every single year where sure. P. Ryan and the other guys have to make up for it, and they've done a great job. And Samaje parlayed that into a you know a decent deal this year. Yes, he did. Um, but if he goes there, I think he could be a seven hundred to eight hundred yard rusher next year and still score like twelve to fifteen touchdowns because they're definitely going to use him on the goal line. But if he goes to a place like Philadelphia. 
or the Jets where they got those young guys running back. Well, you know, Brees Hall is coming off an Achilles. So off a knee. Is it? Is it ACL? Is it? Yeah. Well, you know, I wouldn't expect much from him this next year. Right. Um, So maybe him going there too, but. I think Cincinnati's the spot for him. I just depending on how much because they're not going to sure. pay him much, you know, it being the Bengals. But if he can find his way there, but that whole deal, like he could rejuvenate his career. I don't even know why he would even bring up the Eagles. Why would he even bring that up? Piss us off, piss me off. I mean, that just doesn't make no, any but sense. It, with and our that, luck, he'd go there and rush for fifteen hundred yards next year. <laughs> it's just that 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 that's the one name I would have just said the Jets and that's Cincinnati. If even if I would have felt the Eagles, I I wouldn't have given them any credence. I I mean that's your that's that's your legacy you're messing with. For the Cowboys, because no matter what, he's always going to be a Cowboy. That's always going to be the thing. Oh, I'm renaming my dog if he goes to the Eagles. Damn. He, would, he my, wouldn't really my, do my that. My dog would be he? named CD. He just brought that in there, but he really <laughs> wouldn't do that, right? What you mean? If they offer them enough money, well, why not? I don't. It doesn't really make sense for them, though. It doesn't make sense for the Eagles at no. all. They have Gainwell. They signed Penny. They still they re-signed Boston Scott. Doesn't really seem like there's yeah there many carries there for him. Yeah, that's just that's just a shot to the front office. I know you loved me for a lot of money because I took a lot of money from you guys, but I played pretty hard for you know the first part of my career. And I, I know they're not talking about it, but is there a certain point where the Cowboys think about bringing him back? No. Do you think that's a possibility like at free? all? I mean, minimum. You mean the coach? If he's getting minimum from other teams, Coach Zeke? You think he'd want to come back after the disrespect they showed him? Disrespect? They paid that guy so much damn money. Yeah, right? I know. I know. I'm just saying he might feel as if it was, you know, kind of disrespectful. Well, all athletes feel they're disrespected at the end when it's the end. Yeah, look at it's Cam not Newton. the end though. He's like 28 years old, dude. It's the for end. running back. That's the end. He's at the used like him. That's the end. Yeah, that's that's the end for him. Him and Cam Newton. Don't don't be delusional. That's why yeah, you're absolutely right. What Cam Newton's doing what he did that pro day, and he still didn't look that good. Like we knew he wasn't, but you're going up against Caspers. Like they ain't nobody yeah, rushing nobody you. Underneath the, underneath you ain't got to worry about like all the responsibilities, overthrowing guys. overthrowing guys, and you have the nerve to talk that mess like you did, just completely disrespect the league. Like that you played in. He like, needs you to know how go, difficult he needs it is. To go with like RG 3s on the screen right now on TV. He just he needs to go get that kind of job. I yeah. feel like Cam Newton would be a a good commentary guy. Probably would be. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. He'd be decent on there. He could wear all his funny hats. No, he can't wear his funny hats. No. No, No, he can't can't do that. And Zeke, you know, now Zeke is going to be a center somewhere because of his last play with the Cowboys. That's different. Where he got just blown up. Yeah, Big Mike, Kellen Moore, shame on y'all for doing that. Because that's now... What a lot of people remember Ezekiel Elliott for, getting blown up on that horrible (laughs) play. He'll come home eventually. I think, think he'll come, so? he'll come uh, home for I like the way you say that. Like he'll come home and get no plays. He's going to uh, come home like, as a coach. We'll, we'll have gonna, Tony Pollard go down midseason. He'll... I mean, to Ty's point on the disrespect, you literally have your head coach saying, I want to run the football more this upcoming season. Sure. Zeke, you're gone. Like, I, that has to hurt. If you're Ezekiel Elliott, that has to sting. Do you think the Cowboys are done? I mean, they added Ronald Jones this week. You think they still are looking at someone in the draft like yeah. Dijon or a, even like a Deuce Vaughn later in the rounds, or do you think they'll go free agency? Bijan's such a tough thing. I mean, if he's there, you got to take him. That's what I'm saying. You have to, and then you see sides that make sense of why he would be there, but then you see sides that don't, like the Chargers and what they're yeah, going if, through. If I'm the Chargers, you got to. I mean, does anyone want Austin Eckler? Is anyone going to trade for him? Not with what he asking for. Talking about delusional. 
Like, yeah, I he's get asking it. for an awful lot of money. I get it. Like, you've been productive with the Chargers, but y'all got to understand, you're a running back in 2023. Just take whatever you can get. Like, just, just take whatever you could get. I, I get it. You see a lot of guys getting all this money and stuff and all these other positions, and I know it hurts. But he's just a fantasy king. I mean, that guy's been just unbelievable. His numbers are unbelievable. Oh, I mean, he's been the most productive back the past three years. Three years, yeah. It's hard to just tell that guy that all of a sudden, okay, no, nah, no thanks, you're not that good. No, he is that good. Yeah, he's, but- but I know what the market. Imagine that dude on a like a Kansas City or a Buffalo. Oh, no, I mean, I realize the on, money that you can't make the money work, and they're not going to do it. Because well, they always that. say they can't make the money work, but it seems like all these teams make the money work somehow. Somehow the money's it never works for the running backs though. Well, your your shelf life just isn't. You're not going to keep getting that kind of. Con- you're not going to keep getting after that first four years. You better be something special. You better it, it's. You better be like the dude from the Giants. You better be that good. Because those guys really don't come around that often. Yeah. And he struggled with injuries. But then all of a sudden he had, what, it was 300 carries this year? I mean, now all of a sudden he's back to the to that same guy. But that's because that's partly because they got a nice new coach who understands what's going on, the ways of the NFL yeah, right they Dayball did a good job this yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, he, he – I mean, see it. the money that Daniel Jones got? Yes. Dayball did a really good job this year. Yeah, and Daniel Jones somewhere else without that guy at, at coach, that, he's not going to be the same dude. No. And they and they didn't have that many great weapons with the Giants. Giants didn't have what that, weapons? Yeah, at wide receiver. But Dayball himself understood what the quarterback was all about. And speaking of quarterbacks, the the the, the carousel just goes on and on. And the scouts are all over the place here for the four quarterbacks. Yesterday, Bryce Young had his workout and wooed him again. Look good. The, the day before that, C.J. Stroud had his and just looked great. Uh, today is uh, the kid from Kentucky. It's his day. Will Levis. Will Levis' day is today and next week. Richardson has his week because they'll all be done. It'll just be that dude. So everybody, everybody will be enamored next week when they go to, to Florida and watch that kid throw. What's your? I know we got to get to break, but what's your thought on Will Levis? I can't get a read on him. I think he's a a two year guy. I don't think he walks in and walks in and starts playing right away. I think he can use a year sitting and watching right. somewhere. The other guys, Bryce Young and those guys are are, are they're playing. Yeah, Stroud, Stroud and Bryce Young, they're, they're playing. P- play now, guys. And I still and I and I thought Bryce Young was the guy, and now I'm not so sure. Levis is my favorite guy in the draft. Really? Why is that? I just think he has the most potential. He's got a rocket he's arm. Got his, he thinks his he has the upside, and he's big and strong. Yeah, and he's athletic. Around. Yeah, you know, if, if he, he, he his, I I need to see him like in the fire of it. As a quarterback, when things go wrong, like how is how is his maturity level? You watch the Kentucky base or football this year? A little bit. He, I mean, he put that team on his back. He was injured a lot too, and he still you could tell he cared. Yeah, he's banged up a lot in the season and, and just played. He's a he's a tough guy, and he could have shut it down earlier than he. I don't think he played in the bowl game, but he could have shut it down. You know, ten games in the year, and nobody would have complained. But he played through some injuries, played some tough games for. You know, Kentucky's – is that a football school? I mean, not even they, they were decent this year in the past few years, but, I mean, not not much expectations there. I feel like if he gets in the right system in the NFL, he could be like kind of, a, you know, like a Josh Allen, like where maybe there were some questions coming out of college, but the the all the intangibles are there. For yeah, him. I, yeah, I think he's, he like definitely said, has an arm. He can move a little bit too. Yeah, he's definitely – I mean, I just don't think he comes right into the league and starts flinging it all over the place. It's like a kid from Florida. He's not coming into the league and just throwing the ball. Now, he may come into the league and just run away from guys, just flat out outrun you because he's four four at quarterback and two 
60 or whatever the hell he is. <laughs> but he's, he's not coming in and making those throws yet. It's going to take him a while, but he'll be, he'll be fine. And so will Levitz. I think, all, I think all four of those guys, I think all four of them are going to go in the first round. Somebody's taking a chance on Richardson. Yeah, you got to. You know, I, I, whether you sit him or not, depending on who, who gets a chance to get him. Take a quick break, come back, come back, talk a little bit more basketball when we return. B&E, Friday morning. It's Bucky and Aaron. Welcome back to B&E Friday morning. E. Hogan getting his eyes fixed today. Wish him well. Get that little cataract surgery done that he's going to have done. and Come back on uh, Monday morning, of course. Zay Collier joining me. Ty Henderson here, of course. And, of course, all of you wonderful folks out there. We appreciate your your text messages. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, your phone calls that we haven't taken yet, which... Uh, we will get to that probably in the nine o'clock hour, but I wouldn't bank on that. No, one I mean, we sure. got the blitz coming up. So. Yeah, we do have the blitz coming up soon. We'll see how that goes. But we had a blitz yesterday with one call, I think, or two call. One of the best blitzes of all time. <laughs> come it's on, fabulous, man. as a matter of fact. And we'll do that again too, and hopefully only one. Uh, I'm Found sorry. Time for that slim thug, by the way. By the way, yeah, my sisters heard that crack that I made. I didn't make a crack with you. Y'all need to understand. My sisters, y'all are just taller than the boys in the family. <laughs> Don't read that. Okay, that's that's exactly what I mean. My sisters are taller than kind of the dudes. You know, four. You know, when you have four and four, that little mixture there. Uh-huh. They're, they're they're taller. They're taller. Okay. Not rounder. Yeah. That's what I wasn't trying to say. That. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, All right. so my wonderful. I'll let sister, you backtrack. Uncle Mike, out there says, "Yeah, I know." They listen in the morning. How's um, little nephew getting ready for junior year? QB right at. Yeah, Bethlehem Catholic High School, the one who's the same size as Bryce Young. Uh huh. Don't give me that five foot eleven, two oh four, because neither one of them are that. So, give me just the five nine one. How did they make Bryce Young two oh four at the comp? Or they load him down with weights like they do in those like bass Ty tournaments where those that, guys cheat and put a bunch of sinkers in their throat. That peanut butter jelly sandwich every night before you go to bed. Two oh four. What for Bryce Young weighed at the comp? And he weighed that at his pro camp. You weighed that yesterday? Yeah, two oh four. I mean, again. if you're working out as much as that, you got. I don't. I believe it. Five eleven. Yeah. Was he a little mini fullback? I mean, uh, he probably drank like five pounds of water just before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess you can do that. They, you can do those things. I mean, you can gain up to like ten pounds in water weight in a day, or you can shed. I think you shed ten pounds of water weight in one you day. Tell my wife that's the deal. Yo, Bryce. A lot of water weight. Bryce Young is a lot cooler than I thought. You know, I thought he's a he cool dude had, from Cali. Yeah, I, I thought he, he didn't had, let that Alabama stuff get to him. Exactly. Like I've seen them doing the Dougie and dancing and stuff after touchdown, just random clips and highlights. Watching them at Alabama, you know, I I think that's gonna go for him because you see guys like Russell Wilson, and you ask, is he authentic? How real is this? Is it fake? Like you just you never know, especially at this point now. That's right. At the yeah, let's ride all that BS. At the beginning of Russell Wilson's career, he was fine. And then Sierra came along, and Russell's changed since Sierra has been in the picture. I feel like he's always been pretty quirky. He had. He was just winning. Sierra wasn't there for that first ring, or the only ring. He, she wasn't there. She wasn't around then. She came after that. And he's then, a daddy now. He's a stepdaddy. Yeah, stepdaddy. Baby future. future. <laughs> Same thing. 
<laughs> yeah, baby future, which, hey, salute to him. A lot of guys can't do that, raise another kid's son. A lot of guys can't do that. Well, he's doing a, he's doing a decent job. That that How old is that kid? That kid's like eight. Baby future, about 10, 11. That's baby future. Is he rapping? I mean, imagine no. your dad being future and your stepdad is Russell Wilson. That's two polar polar opposites wow. in professional. And your mom being know. Sierra? Nice. Yeah, that's the thing. Sierra and Future don't have a good relationship. Which how are they ever together? If she's like, I mean, Sierra made those tracks, one two step, and all that stuff. She's from Atlanta, so she got a little bit Mm, of that. Okay, you know, gutter in her. And Future, (laughs) we obviously the Percocet lean drinking person he is. It met, and then she realized, you know what? Gotta get out of this. I can't. I can't do this. So, Russell, talk about opposite, like you said, she, yeah, she did that, and I don't think he'll be a rapper. Baby Future, I don't think he'll be a rapper. Ty, let, let folks know uh, what time baseball is uh, tonight and throughout the weekend. 7.30, first pitch tonight, and then 2 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. 2 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday? Yes. Start of the uh, Big 12 uh, conference We're going to figure out a lot about this team tonight. 11 straight wins. This will be. Got to go. This is, Yeah. This is this is one of those. This is where you, you start saying, well, now you're playing the, now you're playing the real dudes now. Yeah, I mean, what well, after happened at Fullerton, you knew that they had to win ten, or I like if they wanted to get where they needed to go. That's what I said on CNZ. I was like, yo, these guys have to win at least ten games before they play sure. Texas Tech, and they did that. So, well, talking to Coach Pierce yesterday, I thought was good because he said we knew we had to win these games. I mean, like. You know, it's, yeah, it's Manhattan. It, 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 well, no, it wasn't the old. Oh, uh, uh, you know, we're going to get our best game because we're Texas. No, we knew we were gonna, we need we knew we had to beat these teams. They're about to get our best game, and they're not going to beat us. And that's 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 one of the uh, one of the things that I have still not understand. I mean, everybody knows you're going to get you're going to get their best shot. It's when you get to the point where you're at Texas, and when you say uh, you're about to get our best shot, so you go ahead and bring whatever you have. It's when the coaches start saying that, you know, it's not when they say that we we know we're going to get everybody's best shot. Well, I mean, that's that's known. It's when you start saying to the other teams, you need to bring your best shot here today. Right. That's when they start saying that. It's almost, you know, I, I hear Sark talk about uh, about competition. You know, we need competition at every position. It's going to be really great around here when you start stop talking about that stuff and it's just known that this is great. You've got great competition. At all these different positions, where you're not having to tell us as fans or us as media, or that you know we need that kind of competition at every level, at every position. When the teams were good here, you already knew they had. Mac didn't have to tell you. Well, we have great competition at the wide receiver. You already knew. Oh no, it's at Texas. It's it's great competition. I'm pretty sure Nick Saban doesn't have to come to the podium and tell everybody <laughs> that you know we've got great competition. They you just know it when you take the field at that place, Curry. Kirby Smart's not having to do that anymore, talking about, well, we've got this great competition. Going. No, we don't have to talk about great competition. It's, it's just the fact that we're playing against each other and practicing against each other. That's what the greatness is. I don't have to tell y'all about it. I don't have to talk about it anymore. And I think when, once you get to the point here, it's just as, it's always kind of been that way here with, when it comes to sports is, oh, everybody gives us their best shot. It's when are you just going to start telling them, you need to bring your best shot up in here this weekend when you come here. Because yeah. we're, 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 we're going to bring our best shot all the time. And it got to the point where when coaches used to say that at Texas, it always to me is like, dude, they don't even have to bring their best shot to beat you. They're yeah. not having to bring their they're, – they're not praying. You know, when TCU used to beat them in football, it was like, no, no, used no. Used to. 
Yeah, well, when TCU, well, as TCU plays, not they have to bring their best. They don't have to bring their best shot to beat you. That shouldn't be. They don't have to say that anymore. Yeah, and with this roster and the depth that they're bringing along, Steve right. Sarkeesian's crew. Hopefully he'll stop saying stop. that. You don't have to say it anymore. Hopefully, but you know, you go five and seven this first year, and then eight and five this past year. Which for me, that was still underachieving. You know, I, this team should always be a ten win team. You should always be able to get to Arlington and play for a Big Twelve title. And you want to be in the mix of things once you get to the SEC. Absolutely. But yeah, they, they've done a good job on the offensive line, bringing guys back, hitting the transfer portal. You know, getting guys. When like you're getting the AD best running Mitchell. backs in the country coming again. Yeah, Jalen Callon, getting him, Gavin Holmes. just That's how you get the depth that you need where iron can sharpen iron and you don't have to talk about it no more because just like Kirby Smart and Nick Saban, you're starting to get those top five recruiting classes Absolutely. year in and year out, which is why even though with this 8-5 and five season this past year and 5-7 and seven the year before, you see this coaching staff still getting extensions and still getting this. <laughs> I see you roll your eyes. What you rolling your eyes? For extensions former on coach, extensions on what? Do you see the debt? Progress oh. five and seven, eight and five. That means next year, bigger things. Nine and two. Uh, yeah, if if that takes you to Arlington, I'll take it. There you go, because you got to get to Arlington. What's those, game. So what's those two losses then? Bama year, and who else? I think we beat Bama this year. They don't got a quarterback. Okay, well, Buck's saying nine and two. So if well, we go nine we, and two. Ten and two would be that. Well, there's always somebody. Games. Okay. Yeah, there's there's always somebody going to bring, bring their best game. Right. I'll probably lose yeah. to like a K State. No, and I mean I don't even. Will Howard coming back? Yeah. You know, no something weird. Fun. Like we're not losing the Tech again. I I don't know. I don't. I don't At home. I don't know Tech. I think you just tough. have. I think you have to see. He's got. You got to see what your quarterback's going to be like. What kind of. What what, if he's the leader or who's going to lead around him, and I got to believe before it's all said and done. Because you're not going to have all these offensive linemen around you forever. Some of them ain't making it to their senior year. Some of these guys are going to get real good. The teams are going to look at them. And, yeah, you got two more years of Kelvin Banks. Yeah, I mean the guy's going to be gone. They're not sticking around here for five years or whatever. They're just they're they're just that good. But if you continue to keep on having these classes right behind those guys, it's I don't know why it can't be. I don't know why it can't be next year. But I, I think your quarterback situation has to be straightened out, or your quarterback, your offense has to be. Dynamic. It's time for the offense to be dynamic. You had an opportunity with the running backs that you had here over the last couple of years to be really, really dynamic, but you're still kind of finding your way with your quarterback. This year, I would expect no matter who the quarterback is, they understand what's going on, and the wide receivers understand what's going on. They have too many talented wide receivers here. Way too many. It's just they, they just got yeah. Yeah, because if you get in that Xavier Wordy situation again, the talent that you have and depth that you have now. You should be able to sit him to the side and not keep throwing it to him well, yeah, when I, he has a broken hand. Yeah, when if if he's not having that day, the next guy will have that day, or Jordan Whittington will have that day to make up for things. And then maybe Xavier Worthy has a, the the next week they play, still practices hard, but maybe the next game is his game. I know one thing about Xavier Worthy that I've I've seen over the last couple of years there is there is nobody I don't think in in college football that runs better. Scoring zone patterns and that guy runs come right. out coming out of your cuts and sharp and ready to go. Oh, that whip route against Iowa State is still but, one of the but best. But even the crossing route, he does great crossing routes. He knows when to slow down, he knows when to speed it up. And if the fundamentals are there with him just catching the ball, he's dynamic, I think, in the scoring zone. For a guy that's only a buck seventy or whatever. Yeah. Am I giving him some of my weight? 
I've uh, been giving some of my way. You might be giving them a little bit. Okay, well, I think he's dynamic when it comes to scoring. I think he understands the end zone areas and where to sit mm-hmm. and, and how to do that. And plus, with Sanders, well, that's a, that's, that's a future All-American tight end if you get him going in the right direction. But once again, with him, you have to get him going early in games because he'll get disinterested. If you're disinterested in him and he's not getting the ball early, he ain't going to be there to to block for you right. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he missed a couple of big assignments this year blocking. Yeah, but he de- but make sure that he's he's going in the games. Get him. That's your job as the play caller. That's your job as the head coach. That guy right there is very valuable to me. So what do I do? Not get him the ball early? I don't I mean, I'm not saying that dude pouts. I'm just saying he's not as into it. You have to that's your job as the coach to get him into it. Yeah. So get him some balls. Man, I don't care if you get him on a reverse where he carries the ball. Make him think he's really a big part of what your game plan is. Don't try to make him a big part of your game plan in the run game, you know, in the fourth quarter, because that dude is going to be like, you mean it's now? You're interested in me now? Yeah, and that's not like going anything against JT Sanders, no, but it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. You got to know your players in order Correct. to be a good coach and get the best out of everybody. Each player is different. Each player operates That's different. Right. So going to JT Sanders earlier will keep him into the game, and you won't have to worry about. And then late in the game, on. when you need him on a big play, he's going to make a big play for right. you. Whether it's in the run game or the passing game, he knows. Man, you've been going to me all day. You really are going to depend on me right now. So I need to make a play, and I, that's not just in passing game. That's in in if he's got to have a run block for or an outside or toss sweep or whatever, he can get that kind of block for you. But you show no interest in him early. His mind just kind of like, oh, I'm just in the game. Right. How important am I in the game? I'm in the game, though. All right, take a quick break. We'll be right back. The Blitz is next. We'll be right back. I'm being in on Friday morning. It's Bucky and Aaron. Welcome back to B&E Friday morning. Specs text line. I love you people. Not really, but I appreciate you people, some of you. Says that JT Sanders take is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Who wants a player like that on their team? That's why you don't coach. Because you have to make you got to make sure things everybody's not the same. Who wants a player like that? I do. Yeah, but can, can I raise my hand? I can yeah. I can help him. I can change certain things about certain guys. That's why you get paid. Yeah. Like these are guys that are coming from being the best player on their squad. So your role is going to change. When and that's you why all... you have to coach. That's what coaching yeah. is about, being able to have guys change. I mean, you could have five, six guys like that on your team. You, you got to coach them in certain ways. You have to get the best out of them, and you have to make sure you get – your job is to get the best out of them. Right. What's the you point know? of a pregame speech if that's the case? You just the go out there and be like, hey, who see y'all out on the field. Who wants a player like that on your team? A lot of people do, and that's why they they figure they can coach them. They can coach them up. You goof. That's what they do. That's how. They, that's that's what coaches do. Yeah, we we haven't had a tight end like J T. Sanders in a long time. Just give since me, when? Can y'all name it? David Thomas, <sighs> Jermichael Finley, Bo, oh Bo, Bo Scave. Bo Scave was pretty good. Yeah, both no, both skate was real was good. Really good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know talking about pretty good. He, <laughs> he was, was damn really good. good. He wasn't pretty good. He was damn good. The ACL injuries and everything. And he did it all too. And he got in that trenches and he got down and dirty with you on those teams for sure. All right, let's go to. We got to get ready to go to your blitz. That's right. It is the blitz. So you guys, can start getting that the Bucky and E Blitz. Good morning, Blitz. Brought to you by Apple Leasing. 
where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck. The half under factory warranty in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. All right, here we go. First Blitzer, you're up. Bucky. Yes, sir. So you, Mark. Bebo Burgers men's basketball team is going down tonight. Come on, Nero. How <laughs> Soonerland? Yeah, where are they at in the tournament? Yeah, they're not there, are they? Nope. Men's or women's? Next Blitzer, you're up. It's Friday, boys and girls. Time to bang. Bang them threes, bang them boards, and bang the big man inside. Hey, bang them <laughs> boards for sure tonight. Next Blitzer, you're up. Freshly caught. Wild Atlantic salmon, Bucky. That's the smell of my coochie candy. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> coming. That's right. It is. It is. That's right. It's fish day for me. Gross. Next blitzer, you're up. My brother-in-law helped Dylan DC with his calculus homework at Hendrickson, and we should hire Rodney Terry. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Next blitzer, you're up. Hey, what's up, you dumbass Aggies? You missed dinner last Saturday night. But tonight it'll be sweet. Hey, I think he joined up with them Aggies. You know, he did have a threesome with a donkey. <laughs> he was working that donkey. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Uh, I did it. Hey, um, by the way, that uh, that old Mark Few dude. Yes. Uh, he kind of outkicked his coverage in the old lady department. I mean, she ain't no Carrie Underwood by any stretch, but... Old deliverance-looking boy like that. He, oh, come on, real lucky He's not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Coach. Yes, sir. Is it true that um, he's not really getting his eyes worked on, that he went for uh, spent a romantic weekend getaway with Sunset Guy? He's finally paying his bet. He's never going to pay that bet. He's never going. He, he will get the Bud Light, but he's not going to sit on the rocks with Sunset Guy. Next blitzer, you're up. Lay, can you explain to your cohorts if your buddy comes into bed with you, he wants to be more than buddy? <laughs> oh! Shut it down! Oh, Let's go! That 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 tie, they'll forget about that tie. Believe me, eventually they'll forget about it. It's all right. I'm, I'm a good friend. That's right. That's, that's, that's all I am. Is that's a good friend. That's exactly what you did. You are a good friend. Much better friend than a bunch of us. Mostly all of us. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. B&E, Friday morning.